This is Breakaway Kingdom Hub. So let's talk about what Jesus spoke about when he mentioned the law and the prophets. We're going to start out with Matthew 5, 17. It says, Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. It's saying that Jesus came and fulfilled the law and the prophets. What we're going to show you is the Old Testament, all those books of the law and the prophets, those have all been fulfilled by Jesus. All of them. Romans 10.4 For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Jesus fulfilled the law. But what does that truly mean? The temple worship, the sacrificial system of that time was ended. That was the last days for that governance. And that transitional generation from the time Christ entered ministry until the 40 years at the destruction of the temple was that transitional time where you see Christ's death, burial, resurrection, ascension. You see the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost fell and they spoke in tongues. But now we see the fulfillment of the prophecies of Jesus, that not one stone of the temple would be left unturned, left on top of each other. That is what happened on 70 AD. The fulfillment of Jesus' prophecies came to pass. Yes. So Luke 16, 16 says this, The law and the prophets were until John. All of the law, all of the prophets, all the books of old, of the Old Covenant, the Old Testament as we call it, all the books of the Old Testament were until John. And since that time, since John the Baptist, since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. Our point with this is that all these prophecies that many of us are looking forward to happening in Isaiah and Daniel, what Jesus is saying, they've already been fulfilled. Yes. I came to fulfill these things. They spoke up until John, and from John on, now we're preaching the kingdom. So now we're going to read Matthew eleven thirteen, For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. So just like in Luke 16, 16 and Matthew eleven thirteen, 13, what's it say? Those things had authority. They were speaking. But when John came, he brought the message. He said, repent for the kingdom of God is hand. And Jesus came and what did he preach? He preached the message of the kingdom. Yes. He taught the kingdom is here. The kingdom's at hand. Walk in the kingdom. But what happened? Most of Israel rejected that yep. because it didn't look like they thought. They thought he was going to immediately manifest a physical kingdom. But first he had to destroy the powers and principalities of darkness. And that was what happened on Calvary. So the scriptures say that the law and the prophets spoke until John. But why is John so significant? What was so special about that John moment? Why was it spoke unto John? What we're going to show you is that John was the Elijah that would kick off this tribulation. You see, many people want to separate salvation and judgment, saying that Jesus came and brought salvation and Jesus is going to come again and bring judgment. But what we'll see is the, the scriptures always put salvation and judgment together. Always put it together. So like Sergio saying, salvation and judgment come together. So when... John the Baptist came onto the scene in the spirit of Elijah. That generation, that transitional generation, like we talked last time, was a 40-year period of time. Yes. That transitional generation, from when John the Baptist was on the scene to the baptism of Jesus in the river, 
until the fall of the temple in 70 AD, that generation experienced the salvation yes. and the judgment that happened as prophesied that the salvation and judgment would come upon the right. nation. And it did happen, as we can see, through the life of Jesus and that generation that followed. Yes, and we'll read it in Matthew 3.10. It says this, And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water. This is John speaking. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He's talking about Jesus. He says, He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out the threshing floor and gather the wheat into the barns, and he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. It was salvation and judgment. It was baptism in the Holy Spirit and baptism in fire. It was separating the wheat from the chaff. The next scripture is Malachi 4, 5, and 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Least I come and strike the earth with a curse. This is a scripture, as you read it, many people are using this to say that Elijah is to come and that will kick off, like it says, the great and dreadful day of the Lord. But we've got to realize that transitional generation within 40 years of John the Baptist's time, we've seen the tribulation in Israel. In Matthew eleven seven, Jesus starts talking about the Elijah in a different way than we preach today. We're preaching a future Elijah coming, but Jesus is saying Elijah has already come. It says, as they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, John the Baptist, what did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I will send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and all the law prophesied until John. And listen to this. And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears, let him hear. Jesus is saying, this Elijah that you're waiting for to come and kick off this great and terrible day of the Lord, John is that Elijah. He straight up says, this is the Elijah. It is a direct quote from Malachi 3.1. So we're going to read Malachi 3.1-7. through 7. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord, whom you seek, will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand 
when heaven appears. For he is like a refiner's fire and like laundry or soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former years, and I will come near you for judgment. I will be a swift witness against sorcerers, against adulterers, against perjurers, against those who exploit wage earners and widows and orphans, and against those who turn away an alien, because they do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed, sons of Jacob. Yet from the days of your father you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, in what way shall we return? So as Jesus said, John was the Elijah. Elijah has already come. There's not another one coming. There's not another judgment or end of days or end of age or last days or the great and dreadful day of the Lord. There's not another one coming. Jesus said, John the Baptist, he was the Elijah. He is the one you're asking for. And let's look at Matthew 17, 10. Just to bring it home a little further, it says, And his disciples asked him, saying, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? That's what we're saying today. But Jesus answered and said to them, Indeed, Elijah is coming first and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already. And that's the same answer Jesus is telling us today. Elijah has already come. Many of us are waiting for Elijah to come in the future, but he's already come. And they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wished. Likewise, the Son of Man is also about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he spoke to them about John the Baptist. John was the Elijah to come that kicked off the dreadful day of the Lord. And if you look at what was John's message? Repent. Yes. Repent. Turn back. He was calling the people back. Because I love this. He says, indeed, Elijah is coming first and will restore all things. What was his message? Repent. Come back and be restored to God. And that's what he brought. We're not waiting for the third Elijah. Right. Elijah has already come in John the Baptist. And that was in Jesus' generation. Yep. So let's look at Luke 1, 16 and 17. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the father to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. He is doing a direct quote from Malachi 4 to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children's to the father. He is literally quoting from Malachi saying, this is being fulfilled. This has been fulfilled. Elijah has come and it is John the Baptist. So there's no need for us to be looking for this judgment or this great tribulation to come upon the whole world when it's already come. And we've laid this out in our first episode and now in this one that the great tribulation, the day of the Lord, this judgment that we hear so much about, these end days and we're in the last days and look at the signs of the times, yeah. all those have been fulfilled. 
Elijah has come. The judgment has come. We are in the restoration of all things. And as we take our position as the righteousness of God, things will get better and better. We'll bring life to this earth. Heaven will be manifested through us to the world. And that's truly the great news of the gospel. That's the great news of the kingdom of God on earth as in heaven. We are called to be the sons of God that manifest heaven on earth. And that's what we're called to do. But if we're waiting for something to happen that's already been fulfilled, we're not going to fulfill what we're called to do today, which is heaven on earth. Thank you for listening. You can find more resources on our website at breakawaykingdomhub.com.